What's up, podcast world? This is BZ the Great, the educator's educator from the RIP28 podcast. I would like to take a moment to tell you about Unique Smiles by Tony, the ultimate one-stop shop for your teeth whitening services. They offer many services for your teeth beautifying experience. Unique Smiles by Tony offers teeth whitening, gum detox, lip treatments, and even tooth gems. Go to www.uniquesmilesbytony.com to see all the services offered. Or you can give her a call at 470-707-5556 to book your appointments. While you're there, check out some of the products that she has to offer in her shop. The Unique Lip Balm, Electric and Sonic Toothbrushes, Unique Smiles Charcoal Toothpaste, teeth whitening gel, and many more exciting products. Set your appointments up online or give her a call at 470-707-5556. That's 470-707-5556. Unique Smiles by Tony. Welcome, 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 welcome to the RIP 28 Podcast. This is the RIP 28 Podcast. It's a podcast where a few friends get together and we talk about a few things. Now, some of those things you might like, some of those things you might not like, but we keep on talking about them on the RIP 28 Podcast. I am your humble host, Slider Sports Guy, joined by a few of my good friends. And as always, we start off with the president. What's going on there, President Tate? What's up, everybody? Sitting there in the building once again. Get it popping. And on the other side, we got the super coach, your coach's favorite coach. What's going on, LBZ? What it do is BZ to go, a.k.a. the super coach, man, getting ready for this football season to turn up, man. Let's get ready. I hear you. I hear you. We're going to bring back this guest one more time. We're going to bring back my favorite biker chick in the whole wide world, the one and only, the one and hey. only Baltimore's finest, Miss Star. What's going on, Star? Hey, what's going on? Thanks for having me back, fellas. That the first time I wasn't sure, man. Thought I rubbed somebody the wrong way. Oh, nah. <laughs> you, you never, you never rub somebody the wrong way. Now you, you're always more than welcome. Wait a to minute, rub <laughs> somebody the right way. <laughs> so extra, you stepped into that one. Oh, she you walked dead in into that. Yeah, you she threw the alley hoop for me. I'll take that charge. I'll take that charge. Well, check this, man. Glad to have everybody here back another week. Back another week doing good things, doing big things on the RIP 28 podcast, man. Check this out, man. For a lot of y'all who don't know, or if you're new to the show, checking us out for the first time, we want to let everybody know where you can find us, man. We are all over, man. You can find us. Man, Brian, where, where, where we at, bro? Man, we on Anchor, Twitter, Facebook. Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, man, Podbean, Podbay, Castbox, anywhere you can listen to a podcast, you can find the Rip Twenty Eight, man. That's where we at. We everywhere. And we, we everywhere. Ev- we everywhere, man. Now, we have you know, no excuse. No excuse. No man. excuse not to follow us from week to week. No man, way. We trying to do get more active and all that on Instagram. We don't. We don't really do that Instagram the way we supposed to do. We had to. Uh, let go of our social media director we had to, <laughs> we, had, we had we had to let him go so uh yeah. so we still tried to figure out what we gonna do with this social media but the podcast is there all you have to do is type in rip 28 podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts or watch podcasts we are there the rip 28 podcast like i say man this is a show where a few fellas get together and we talk about a few things now some of those things you might like some of those things you might not like <laughs> some of those things you might not like but we keep on talking about them and speaking of talking about things you might not like ah uh, this is a tricky subject right here we're about to talk about what's going on in the news today um when was this uh friday or thursday 
the Supreme Court uh, overturned Roe versus Wade. Now, um, none of us have a law degree, you know. Most, you know, we got degrees, but we ain't the smartest. We ain't always the smartest group of people in the world. But uh, I think Roe versus Wade helped me out if I'm wrong. Roe versus Wade, Wade gave the federal government um, it it allowed abortion. If I'm right, somebody tell me I'm right. If I'm wrong, somebody tell me I'm wrong. But I think it at one time the states um, outlawed abortion, but the federal government with the Roe versus Wade case said that abortion was legal. Well, what happened? Part of Donald Trump's legacy is he elected a couple of new, well, he appointed a couple of new Supreme Court justices, and those Supreme Court justices turned the balance of power. And so what they did, they boom, 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 said uh, Roe versus Wade was overturned. So now it is up to the individual states to figure out how they feel about abortion. So, you know, you got a lot of these states changing the abortion laws. (laughs) They got a lot of these states uh, (laughs) changing the abortion laws and saying that, um, you know, some, I think Utah has the strictest one where it is absolutely positively no abortion at all. You know, um, and, you know, some of them have once the baby has a heartbeat, you can't have it. Once it's six weeks, you can't have an abortion. And, you know, it's it's a whole bunch of different laws out there, man. I think Texas had some type of law. Somebody help me out if I'm wrong. But I think Texas had a law that if you were taking somebody to get an abortion, you could get in trouble for that, too. You go to jail for that, too. <laughs> So, man, how y'all how y'all feel about this, man? I think the, the female doesn't get any kind of jail time or anything like that. But if the doctor performs it, he faces hundred thousand dollars. Man, you you going you going in and out, bro? Can, can y'all hear? Mm-hmm. Bro, we can't hear your voice. Was going in and out, man. I was saying the doctor, there you go. The doctor. It's charged three to ten years, like a hundred thousand dollars if they perform. Like that's crazy. I mean, this whole this whole situation is, you know, you know, people got rights and life. It's just like the United States is changing every day. Like, like he used to be the home of the free, land of the brave, or having stayed or whatever. But uh, it's starting to be a little different now. I don't like. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, you know, how, 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 how well, check this out. It's a bunch of dudes giving their opinion on abortions, and can't none of us have one. Uh, Star, man, what, what, what's your word? How you feel about abortion? So, I, my biggest thing is no one under any circumstances has the right to tell me what to do with my body, right? Um, that For me, that's the biggest, I guess, slap in the face is that as a fully grown adult woman, someone else feels they have the opportunity to tell me what's best for my body. No one can do that. Um, and to have that right stripped away along with so many other rights is just as a black person in this country that I'm, I'm supposed to have, but not, you know, don't technically have um, is, is another thing. But the big thing to remember is that this isn't, and a, a lot of black women will tell you this, this isn't our fight, right? This is that 52% of white women who voted for Trump into mm. office knowing that everything in his campaign was counterproductive to their quote-unquote feminist agenda. But they were more worried about Hillary's emails than what Trump was blatantly saying that he was going to do. Everything on his agenda was telling you that this was going to be the way they went. So while I'm upset about it, this is not one of those things where I, as a Black woman, feel the need to be on the front lines fighting. Yes, every woman deserves a right to make the choices for her own body, whether she is um, pro-choice or pro-life or whatever little labels they want to put on it. But you would think as a woman, I'd be more upset about it than I am, but I saw it coming. Mm. Really? I, we saw this. A lot of Black women will tell you they saw this coming. And I yeah. was reading, I was watching a video earlier of, um, I can't remember her last name, but Jane, what's the... the Good all. Hmm? Good all. I don't know if that's her last name, but that's the white lady who does a lot of race relations and, and conversations. Nah, oh, no, no, Jane Goodall, she's the lady with the apes. Mm-hmm, no, 
she was talking about um, a book that was written a few years ago by a well-respected Jewish businessman. And the first paragraph of it was saying that the biggest problem facing America now is the numerical decretion of white population. So she, he really put forth three theories, right? The first is increase immigration, but the issue with that is a lot of people want to immigrate to the country at this point aren't white people, so that doesn't solve the problem of the, the numerical decrease in the white population. The second was pay people to have babies, and his exact words, the only thing about that is if you pay white women, you got to pay all women to have babies, so they don't want to do that. The third one was fight against abortion because I think it was like 64% of the babies aborted are white babies. So this is it may not on the on its surface look racial, but it has huge racial implications, huge racial implications in that space. And I don't think that's something that a lot of people are are considering. They're, you know, looking at it from the surface and the surface is just as important about having, you know, safe medical abortions, the right to choose what's best for your life and your body. Um, and, you know, and a whole bunch of stuff. And then from the men's standpoint, man, it's gonna affect y'all child support law or something serious. <laughs> Think you're paying for babies you don't want now. And like Tupac said, since a since a man can't make one, he shouldn't have a right to tell a woman when and to and when and where to create one. I feel like <clears throat> it's your body. You have pro-choice. We may not agree with your choice, but you were given that choice. And to come back this time later to say it's against the law, or you know what I'm saying, um, they don't agree with it. I just don't think it's right. Um, you you really like taking their freedom of speech away from them, you know what I'm saying? So that's their way, you know. Freedom of everything, freedom of everything right? Yeah. So yeah. I I just I, I don't agree with it um, at all. I think a woman should be able to, you know, make that choice. But you know, I, I, I agree. With, I agree with both y'all, but it's so short sighted for them to do something like this to me. Because just just think about all the all the kids. So all the mothers, uh, single mothers who can't take care of their kids, they got not. They finna have kids. Uh, you know, no people ain't gonna do right. They gonna have kids they wouldn't plan to have. And and some people make that decision to have an abortion and that's their right. And now it's gonna be like the foster home's gonna be overfilled, you know, it's gonna be all kind of crazy. Man, just I I don't know. It, it's going to be some ramifications down the line that I don't think people who vote on this are thinking about. Because, I mean, you're going to have more more single single mothers, more foster kids, more people trying to adopt. It ain't it ain't that many people trying to adopt. They're just going to be living, growing up in foster homes and stuff, stuff like this for their whole life. And it's, it's a bad deal. Child well, abuse going to go up. Child abuse going to go up because now... Yeah. You may be forcing a mother to have a child that she don't want, she's not ready for, and she may not even have the support. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody don't live in the same state with family. Some people don't have a relationship with, with, with their family, so that's cutting them out of resources. And you're going to have a lot of uh, uh, domestic violence because there's going to be a lot of dudes out here that may not want children, and this woman, this side chick, whatever you want to call it or label it, they gonna how to how are they gonna retaliate physically? All right, here we here we go. I'm I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you about who we need to talk. You need to be everybody. Need to be this whole abortion thing is gonna strengthen up my team. Team pull out. We gonna we gonna get stronger. <laughs> we gonna get better. That timing gonna work a whole lot better, man. But I, I'm gonna tell you something kind of funny, man. I'm kind of interested. I personally, I'm pro life. I'm I'm not I'm. I'm not upset. About, I'm not upset about this. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm not going to sit up here and um, tell a woman what she can and what she can't do because I'm not stupid. You know, only thing, long as she knows she needs to cook me dinner, everything else will fall into place. But um, but when it comes to that, when it when it comes oh, to you know, you had a lot of dinner. Well, yeah, you know that's right. But but when it comes but when it comes to when it comes to abortion, if it was my choice, I wouldn't ask a woman to abort my kid. I wouldn't. But you know, especially you know, I make the decisions in my life 
not to lay with any woman who I don't want to have a kid by, who who I can't, who I wouldn't want to have a kid by. You know what I'm saying? That, so you you ended so, this conversation, man. So what if the yeah, woman you lay with doesn't necessarily want to have a kid by you? I can't. You okay with it? I can't. Right. I can't tell her to not have an abortion. I'm not. I'm not that pro life where I say, "Well, no, nah, you you ain't gonna do it." I understand that's gonna happen. But as a man, when a woman comes to you and says, "I'm pregnant," the only right response a man can give is, "What are we gonna do?" That's the only thing he can say because he can't say, as a man, I can't go and say, "Hey, you need to have this abortion. You need to get rid of it." I mean, that's wrong. You know what I'm saying? That's wrong. You, you, you're talking like oh, 40 years, 40 something year olds. Oh, this this is yeah, this is 40 yeah, year olds. Yeah, you ain't, ain't talking about 16 year olds, yeah. <laughs> college year olds, that oh, I ain't I ain't ready for this. You know what I mean? Well, check like, this out. Like, most like, most people know everybody. Everybody who knows me, everybody who knows me, they know at 16 years old, I thought I had twins. You know, uh, back in the day, it was a young lady. Uh, you know, we, I ran into the football camp. We was at football camp for a whole week. Football camp got out of 11. I, I was at her house at 12. I was finished by 1205. <laughs> 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 you know, boom, boom, boom. Couple of, couple of weeks later, she said she was pregnant. Now she says she's pregnant and, and the, the topic of abortion came up and I was like, I don't, I don't feel comfortable with that. And that was me at 16 years old. You know what I'm saying? You said a couple weeks later? Yeah, a couple yeah. weeks later. Yeah, a couple weeks later. <laughs> you know, then come to find come to find out, you know, I was there at 1205 on Saturday. Somebody must have been there at at eleven forty five on Friday. And so some, somebody beat me to the punch. And, you know, but you find out she ended up having twins and they and they weren't mine. But I can say that now. Um, now my choices in women have changed from sixteen to forty year old women. That my whole mindset of I'm not going to lay with a woman who I'm not uh, prepared. I mean, who who I couldn't envision her having my baby. I'm, I'm not going to lay with her anymore at forty. Now that's responsible, Sly. I like yeah, that's this, that's, responsible. that's responsible. <laughs> now, that's that, responsible. Now, 20... whether it's true, whether, whether hey. it was true or not, or whatever, that's that's smart, man. Because we get ourselves in these situations that things start uh, looking good to you. We looking at that physical, Yeah, Sly, I say a lot of bad things about you, but one good thing I can say is that you do try to be a good dad. It, it ain't. A lot of people ain't like that. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of people who like, all right, you afraid I'm gone. You know yeah. what I mean? And then and the, the female has a choice to make. Does she want to be a single mother all by herself, raising this kid, and she can barely make it on her own? Or does she want to go ahead and get an abortion? And that, that, some that, women just simply don't want to be mothers. You, they yeah. don't want the lifestyle change that comes with raising a child. They don't want the you know, for lack of a bad, bad, better word, the lifetime burden of being eternally responsible for someone else. Um, <laughs> and then not all pregnancies are viable. And I think that's a lot of things that people forget. Like, not all these pregnancies are viable. Hey, look, look. Hey, somebody, somebody said you could have been Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon. <laughs> I could have been Nick Cannon in these streets. That, that's what Courtney, street. Courtney say. Um... No, nah, I couldn't have been Nick Cannon because uh, once again, it's team pullout right out here, man. Nah, it, it, uh, 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 Nick, Nick Cannon is okay. Now, now it's funny we on the abortion topic. Now we are gonna talk about Nick Cannon. Um, Nick Cannon, to me, to me, that's that's rich people problem. That's you know a lot of people. I will put a hashtag on, on you know Shauna. Shauna come on our show all the time, and when Shauna posts vacation pictures and stuff like that. I've always put a pound sign. Shauna and Tia. Tia used to came on our show before too. I always put pound sign RPP. That's our pound sign rich people problems. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that, that 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 Nick Cannon got got issues that something is wrong with Nick Cannon. I think he's fearing his mortality a little bit. And that's why he's going around knocking up these women. 
but I can't concern myself with that because Nick Cannon rich, man. You know what I'm saying? He can take, he can financially. Now, I don't think he can uh, emotionally and physically raise all these, all these kids that he have. Cause if you got nine kids with, with eight different women or seven different women, you can't be a dad to each one of those kids, a good dad to each one of those kids. You can be a financial provider, but not a, not a good dad. But, um, but that's yeah, that's a whole nother Nick Cannon thing. But um, but yeah, man, it come to come to abortion, man. You know, hell, I'm gonna save my three hundred dollars. I, I I can't um, I, I I'm not not a not a fan of it. But I respect your right if that's what you want to do. I'm not but, going to. But it, it it ain't fair to. I, and I'm gonna take the women's side. It ain't fair to women for us to make that decision for them anyway. Nope. Because especially like you know, let's say you have a a, a child with this young lady. And now y'all don't work out. Now the next man coming in her life may want children. She may not want to have two different kids by two different dudes or whatever the numbers may be. And that's not fair for a guy to be able to make that decision for her either. I got I got two points on this. The people who pass them laws, the majority are old, rich, rich white dudes. White. Old, rich, white dudes. So, I mean, they, they don't care about none of the stuff that's going on in the hood or, and all that stuff. <laughs> it's crazy. And then I've got my second point. So y'all get all right, but but check, <laughs> check this out. Check this out. I, we'll jump on that. What you're talking about, what you're talking about, old, rich, white people, they create all these laws, man. And, and here's the thing. They're creating laws to, to prevent, a, to stop abortions and stuff like that. But I guarantee you, when their grandchild, when their niece, you know, a nephew or somebody knocks up, a nephew knocks up a young girl who don't want to be pregnant or their grandchild don't want to be pregnant, they're going to do what it takes to go ahead and go just straight to California. Yeah, you go straight to yeah. California and get it taken care of. You know what I'm saying? You know, and we'll it's, never hear about it. <laughs> it's easy to be the moral police when you when you are policing somebody else and not policing yourself. And, and that's what a lot of this come down to, man. A, a lot of yes. it come down to. And these people that's making laws. A lot of it, they can say it's more, but a lot of it is control, right? It's, if you can convince a woman that the, she should not have control over her own body, you can convince her about anything else about her self-worth. You can convince her that it's okay for her not to make make the same money as a man doing the same job. You can convince her, um, that's that's damn near anything. That's a rich person problem. That's saying it ain't no pay gap between working working wage working working wage people it's a pay gap it's a pay gap where you are where you are it's a pay gap between men and women now star star is a big time executive star star make plenty of money now star star need, need to take me to aruba or something one day because she got she got it like that but if you work that is somebody who's making over six figures in, in 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 higher up positions, they have a pay gap. But a motherfucker working at McDonald's don't have a. It ain't no a motherfucker. A man working at McDonald's make the same thing a woman. Working I can at agree McDonald's. with that, but the, but because it's a certain issue that a certain tax bracket faces, does not does not minimize the fact that it's an issue. Hey, rich people problems. I don't concern myself with that. Hey, I'm going to fight you right now. I, 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 got, I, got, I got a fish flavor from Slider the other day at McDonald's. Hey, man. <laughs> he, he threw me extra sandwich for that I, 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 hey, I put an extra slice of cheese on it because he's my homie. Hey, we did. <laughs> hey, we, hey, we did. We used to have some boys back in the day working at a little fast food restaurant. Uh, you just go up to the side and put a little code in. They throw some extra in the bag for you. <laughs> throw, some, throw some extra fries in the bag. <laughs> But but yeah, man. You know, I, I might I might sound a little cold with my delivery, but but it is it is true. You know, I, I super I supervise um, people, and and on my work crew, it's a union job. All these guys are union union people, so their pay rates are set at an X amount of X amount of dollar pay rate, and that is what they get. So so it ain't if you're a man, if you're a woman, you get more, you get less. And these guys, these guys, they all make, you know, anywhere between sixty and ninety thousand dollars a year. And so these it, are specific trade type jobs. These are trade jobs. About, right. So that's one thing. But I'm talking about 
jobs that are not trade jobs that are not on a set pay scale where I'm going in and you're paying me for what I know in my experience. And if what I know in my experience supersedes that of someone else, that is a pay gap, that is an issue. And whether you want to call it rich people problems or not, in any way, shape, or form, as a person and a woman, I need to be paid what I'm worth. Life ain't fair. I agree with that. You know, with my job, it ain't like, it's, you know, who's the best candidate, who's going to pay them, you know, compared to what kind of experience they got. It ain't because she's a woman or he's a man or anything like that. Um, I mean, I'm sure, it, I'm sure it happens at some places, but, you know, in my, in my experience, it ain't like that either. But I, I do know it goes on. I was watching that, uh, that what, y'all remember that Winning Time, Magic Johnson? Y'all yeah. seen that show? Uh-huh. And back in, I guess that's around back in the 80s and stuff like that. Yep. And I, I was I was like appalled, you know, how they were treating women out there. I was like, wow, that, that's really how I was back then? You know, because I hadn't been privy to seeing stuff happening like that. But I was like, dang, you know, I, I understand, you know, that, you know, they had to put their hair down and unbutton a couple buttons on their blouse or whatever so they could show some cleavage so, so that the men would, uh, Show them some attention to do what they say, and they were talking bad to them girls too. That shit still happens. Oh, like that's crazy. I, I that's crazy to me. That's, that's how you. That's how you close the pay gap. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> bro. That's how you close the pay gap. Dang, but that ain't right. But but here's here's the thing, man. Um, I'm a firm believer when I when I sit down and I got to give my opinion on who needs to be hired for my job, you know. I have to put stuff in. I want to hire the best person for the job. But but honestly, a lot of women don't apply for our job. You know, a lot of a lot of women miss out on high paying jobs and high paying positions because it's it's physical labor, you know? And it sucks, but if you go for a job that has some physical labor in it, um you'll probably be guaranteed to get that equal pay or higher pay. I go for jobs which have a lot of mental labor. I'm not doing physical labor. That part of my life is over. Well, she does I mean, not have to do that anymore. I did that. And, so I, and, God willing, I'll never have to do that again. However, Los Angeles rich. Yeah, Star Rich. Pound RPP, Rich People Problems. He already told you, start sending us to Aruba as a podcast. I'm telling you, Star (laughs) going to fund our Aruba trip. Mm, Y'all don't don't know how to eat. Y'all won't get Aruba embarrassed me. Wait a minute now, Star. Especially Sly, you don't know how to eat. You can talk to Sly like that. Hey, you can talk to Sly like that, but you being chance are dignified, yo. Young men. Be out there. Be out on that beach, my Speedo and all, baby. <laughs> Aruba never forgets Sly. You're right. Uh oh, look at little man jumping on the scene, man. Hey, I ain't right. gonna tell you. That remind me of something. Uh oh. Uh oh. We don't. We don't want. We don't want that same behavior to come. To come up. Oh there. no, no. I just told you I'm a dignified young man. Don't you do that? Okay, but yeah, man. It, but the whole abortion topic, man. It, it's a very sensitive topic man it's a sensitive topic but now what i'm reading and and here's the thing i'm not a lawyer and and one thing i uh we had a a facebook friend of ours guy we went to school with he's a lawyer and he made a comment on his post on one of his posts was like he loves reading posts to people who never went to law school and how they try to dissect (laughs) dissect the constitutional ruling like they have some type of expertise on it and so I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be the guy trying to dissect it like I have ex- some type of expertise on it. But I was reading how Clarence Thomas had wrote in one of his decisions talking about trying to go back and change more laws, you know, the um, the uh, gay marriage law, even going like the Plan B, you know, trying to get go all the way down to getting making Plan B pills illegal. I was like, hey, hey, that's what we're going to draw the line. We got to draw the line right there now because, you know, hey, mistakes happen. Sometimes team pullout don't always work. You got to the pro. Huh? Yeah, but, you know, man, sometimes. You got to stop banking on that slide. That, that the time, game, the time and be off, man. You know, sometimes you got to cook a breakfast in the morning and chop that plan B pill up there in the age. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it got to happen. But, 
Sure. And so once again, I throw out these. She planning on hitting CVS on her way home anyway. There you go, man. The woman at this stage trying to start over doing that. Hey, listen here. I throw out this disclaimer for Sly. Those are the thoughts of Sly the Sports Guy, not those of the <laughs> RIP 28 podcast. Now we Thanks. may proceed. <laughs> big fact. Big fact. Big facts. But but we talk about abortions though, but we got some good stuff going on out here. Um with with uh children like Adam Pac-Man Jones. Yeah, Pac-Man. Tell us about it, bro. Man, Pac-Man, uh what happened was he adopted the sons of Chris Henry was who was his former teammate in college and in the pros at West Virginia. And um he passed away. And I'm not sure of the, the cause of death, but um he ended up passing away and Pac-Man ended up adopting his sons and making sure they were able to, you know, have a good quality of life. And now one of them is a, one of the top recruits. He just went on a recruiting visit to Miami, Miami Hurricanes. So I think that's, you know what I'm saying? Stepping in and, and using your resources for not just yourself and your family. I thought that was cool with Pac-Man because, you know, he get a lot of negative publicity, but that was something good for him. Yeah, it, it was messed up. You said you ain't know how he died, man. It was messed up the way he died. They uh he was on the back of a moving pickup and he fell out of a moving pickup and hit his head on the road. You know, they say it was um you know, it was something they say it might have been domestic violence domestic, yeah. against his fiance, but they you know, they never filed charges on his uh on his old lady. But yeah, that was sad. But like she pushed him out the truck. Well, no, nah, she ain't pushing. She out might the have truck. been driving. She was driving the truck. From what mm-hmm. they say, she was driving the truck, and he was in the back of the truck, and she pulled off, and um, and, and hit his head. Don't nobody, wasn't nobody there, so don't nobody know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You know who, who knows? Man. Who knows? I who, I remember it now. Like you're right. That is, he ran it. I think he ran the jump on the back, and as he got his last foot on, if I'm co- incorrect, somebody correct me. And he fell off the back like that. Mm. I seen that happen in Columbia High parking lot. One of our two of our teammates that happened to fell off mm. the back of a truck after practice, man. Was they any good? One of them, the one that fell off was. Damn. <laughs> he didn't get hurt though. He didn't get hurt. Okay. All but right. no, nah, but but back to Chris Henry on a serious note. Pac-Man, that's 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 something that, you know, he. Like you said, like I said earlier, he went through his career and it was it was scarred with with bad memories. The eighty one thousand dollars he threw up in ones mm. and tried to collect it, all the domestic <laughs> violence. But for him to turn around and do that, that's pretty cool. I don't know how many people would do that. Nah, you know, and I think you know they wasn't like they wasn't even his god children, you know, because you know no. technically if you somebody god god parents, you supposed to if something ever happened to the parent, you supposed to watch over the kid. That's what the God title, uh, God parent title is, is for, but they weren't even his God parents. He was just, that was just his homeboy. That was his real good friend's kids. And he was like, these kids needed a male role model in their life. And so he, he stepped up to the plate and he stepped up to the plate big. You know, he, um, took him in a little bit, you know, um, as a matter of fact, I think when they got to high school, they was, you know, stay with the mom or whatever. But, you know, he took them in when, when he noticed the change was going on in their life. He took them in and and and, um, and him and his wife were raising them alongside his kids. And and, and the kid ended up um, being recruited heavily. And they showed, like LeBron said, they showed a picture of him going to um, Miami on a recruiting visit. You know, it, it makes you wonder, you know, what type of friends you have and do you have a friend who would be a friend in a situation like that, man, you know, um, you know, something, something happened to y'all, you know, I'll step up, take care of the kids. I'll raise them in the right way. I'll make sure they clean, clean, clean my car up and stuff like that. And, you know, See, clean. That's shoes. exactly why I try not to put myself in positions <laughs> to where I make my take care of my son right. and my kids, man, because, I might have to depend on Sly with me. <laughs> no, um, hey. Uncle Sly got him. No, hey, man. On some real stuff, though, Natasha Jones just say black folks do that all the time. True, you know, true. You know, true. Just, just, just think about, you know, when you 
when you used to uh, go down the street and do something bad, your neighbor going to whip your butt. The other neighbor going to whip your butt. And when you get home, you're going to get your butt whipped again. You know what I mean? It was, before you got home, they gonna, your parents are going to know what, what happened. You know yeah. what I mean? It used to be a community. Now it's like, yeah. shoot, I don't even, on time I see my neighbors when they cutting the grass. You know, it, it's a big difference now, you know, the way, the way Do that now. Do that now and see what happened. Boy, they'll be talking about a homicide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you better not put your hand on nobody. But it was, you know, that when they say it was truly a village, you think about um, when we played ball, even though we started off playing against each other. Mm-hmm. Our parents were still, my parents were still glad to see everybody else do well and y'all. And then when we became to Columbia High, and became a team. Look how they used to take them buses to Chesterfield and Paisley yep. Central and Abbott and all that, man. And and and, and it surely it truly shows it used to be a village, but now, man, it's too much competition. Everybody's yeah. in competition yeah. now. I gotta think, be better. You think that's what it is? What that we in competition? You, you think it's competition? Why everybody ain't cool no more? Yeah, it's a competition because I don't want to see you doing better than me. I want to see you do well, Chan. But I just don't want to see you do better than me. You know now, what? My child got to be better than your child, and, and that's just a part of it. Now that's not the only reason. I think that's a big part of it. I think a large part of it is ego too. It's, it's a lot of ego. I'm not a parent just putting that out there, but our parents' parents and our grandparents had no issue saying they they needed help in a certain space and really going to a place and accepting help, whether it was somebody sliding their money underneath the table somebody, you know, dropping off some groceries or whatever the case it is. There was no ego because everyone's helping everybody. Nowadays, I don't need no help from no damn body. I got it. I'm going to take care of me and mine. These are my kids. And that's really about a lot of ego and what I can do and how I need to manage it as a parent as opposed to, I'm not doing this right. I need help and really allowing someone else to come in there and support you and stand in that gap when you can't do it. And it's funny, I was listening to this story um, that's low-key kind of my dad's story. My father, God rest his soul, passed away two and a half years ago. And Sly knows this diehard daddy's, fan, daddy's girl. Him and my dad actually had the same first name. Um, but I, didn't, I was nine or ten before I realized that my father's family was not my biological family. For whatever reasons, in his old neighborhood, his, his mother left. Him, him and his biological dad didn't get along. My father used to always run away back to his old neighborhood once they moved away. So the woman I know is my grandmother finally said, he's going to keep running away. Just leave him here. He's fine. And from then on, that was her son with her other 12 or 13. I don't even know how many uncles I had. 12 or 13 and a row house in Baltimore. And that was just the family. And I think I might have been 10 when I was like, daddy, why everybody got a different last name? And he was like, oh, baby, it's not our real family. What the fuck? But I never knew that. And even at that moment when I realized that there was no difference in how we were treated and how we were loved and and how my cousins and my aunts and uncles always showed up you know for us but there was no ego my grandfather didn't come in and say no this is my son I'm gonna do it he, reality is I'm not doing a good job at it he's better than so I'm gonna let him be better than yeah that that is man that's that is just um super interesting though how how families change man and 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 here's something else man somebody brought up brought up the uh the point that it maybe has something to do with integration and segregation and 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 this is the point this is the point they make is you know at one time um we were all somewhat together you know all all your family you were around family um uh when when we were segregated you everybody all the black people went to the same high school so all these black people knew each other they they knew each other growing up and so as we got older um even though we spread out now um lebron mama and daddy knew my mama and daddy not or knew my daddy not because you know, they was best friends growing up or something, but they had connections to each other. You see what I'm saying? They, they, LeBron mama friend might've been a friend of my daddy friend. You know, you know what I'm saying? So, so because, because everybody knew, everybody knew you had a connecting link to each other. It made that community a little bit closer. 
Now we don't have a connecting link anymore with our neighbors. I don't, you know, I don't really know anything. I don't really know my neighbors like that because we have no connecting link anymore. And so I think that's what was changed everything. You know, that's a good point, Sly. That's that's what changed everything, and that's what pushes pushes us off. You know, a, a little bit. So you know, maybe maybe I could be wrong, but but that's just that's my two cents on that, man. That, that's in, in your instance, in my instance, well, you know, I moved straight out of high school, Memphis. You know what I mean? I never really came back to South Carolina, so everybody I meet is new person. You know what I mean? So it's not it's not like a you just out here to make make friends, just like willy nilly. You know, you gotta earn some trust and all that stuff. You know, it's, it's, it ain't that easy to do that. You know? Some people, some people go out there and every person they meet, they make friends with. But you know, that ain't always the best thing to do. Cause, you know, you, you see on the news every day where somebody was watching somebody kid and they did something crazy to them, something like that. So you know, it's hard to trust people. Yeah. I I um but I'm gonna tell you now, if you see my son out there cutting a fool and you don't get on him, I'm gonna be mad with you. I'm gonna have a problem with you. Don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> hey, like we fam though, you know what I'm saying? It, but yeah, but it ain't everybody you live around it ain't, ain't all, Yeah, it ain't it ain't uh unified across the board. Uh, yeah. Hey, hey, but same here, you see some some of my kids get on their butt. You better believe it. We still old school though. We still got a few old school morals around here. We yeah. we ain't let them all go out the window. Star, <laughs> Baltimore, the Wire. Now check this, man. You know it's funny talking about family and morals, old school morals, man. This is a letter that popped <laughs> up, man. Let, let let's throw this out here for a second, man. Check this out. Oh boy. One of our letters. My here we go. My girlfriend and I had a threesome with another woman, and I've what? never never felt more emasculated. She's 24. She 24 female is bisexual, and the girl 25 female. We had sex with was also bisexual. It was my 23rd birthday. Am I? Girlfriend, 23, 23 male girlfriend's idea. I was down for it for obvious reasons. I thought it'll be hot to see my girlfriend with another woman, but now I feel terrible. This girl was so much better at everything than me. I have never been able to make my girlfriend react in the way that this woman made my girlfriend act. I know a woman knows what a man, what a woman likes more than a guy does, but this woman who we only met a few times prior and who has never slept with my girlfriend before made her come like a fucking freight train, which is something I've never been able to do. I'm now at the point where I feel super insecure and unassured in myself. I hate, I hate that we did this and I don't know how to talk to her about it as I don't want to let on how insecure I feel. What should I do? Wait, hey, Sly, Sly wrote this letter. <laughs> hey. uh, no, I'm just messing with you. Now. Hey, but, but for real, though, man, sound like dude just need to step your game up, bro. Like, mm-hmm. hey, dang, what you, you gonna cry about it? Like, get get in the weight room like a uh, coach. You, say, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> do something about it. <laughs> what you gonna do? What you, what you gonna do about it, man? Hey, you, you should have been taking notes or something. Hey, you know what I do? I want to feel emasculated. I'll tell him, just let's run it back again. Give me another chance. I just let, need one more chance. Let me get just my give me one more chance. Yeah, you got. Hey, let me tie the score. Let me hey, even the score, man. Let me, let me, let me get back. Let me get back, dog. That's the only thing you can do after that. You can't walk around the house like a little mouse, scared. You I think say, it, hey, he, he might want communication. He might want to talk to the friend. You know what I'm saying? He might want to talk to the girl, find out what she knows that you don't know, bro. You know, sometimes sometimes you can't be ashamed to ask for some advice. You know what I'm saying? You, you that's can't that be, ego, Scott. Um, that's the that's ego thing ego, I'm talking about. Uh, it's, so extra was talking about. It's clearly some things that she do that she know that you don't. You better ask. You're only 23, bro. You got a whole lot of years fucking ahead of you. <laughs> <laughs> you better start getting uh, better now. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> 
You better start getting up now. Get your weight up. Find out what happened. Ask for some pointers. Keep moving. Yeah, um, I'm the game up, bro. Like, if, if you're 23, you've probably been having sex, what? Well, I don't know. Y'all started a lot younger. Maybe five, six years. Oh, my shit. I was 10 deep almost in that oh, boat. <laughs> I, was, I was a good girl. My bad, my bad. That's just um, my personal experience. But like, you ain't going to know it all. Ask some questions. Yeah, you're young. Yeah. That was a learning experience, right? Well, Courtney in a session said, I've never understood the appeal of multiple people in the bedroom. <laughs> hey, well, don't knock it till you try, Courtney. Hey. <laughs> Look at here. It is it is a great appeal of uh multiple women in the bedroom. Now if you wanna check our our post, we posted a we got a clip on that talking about a threesome on a train. What is the difference? And it is a difference. Oh God, it, I missed it, that one. It is a that difference. That would have been interesting. I feel like that was a very misogynistic conversation, but I'll I'll go back well, to the clip. You, you may be surprised. Go back the, and check it out, but the you clip, may be surprised. The clip is on, on YouTube. You can go and type it in, type in three some more train. It is, yeah, it is a big difference. But but uh yeah, that's very appealing, man. You know, that's you know, you you might not want to admit it, Courtney, but I think that's everybody's fantasy to try it out at least once. See, see what it's like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> as, as a man, you know, yeah, have multiple women pleasing you, satisfying you, you pleasing them, satisfying you. Hey, man, that's, woo. Hey, hey. I mean, everybody entitled to figure out what they like in the bedroom. As long as you ain't hurt nobody, do your thing. Fly over there glowing, talking about this. Uh, he having a flashback. Yeah. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> <Boy> glowing. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, that forehead and that bald head starting to sweat. Eh? Sweating. Yeah, to me. Natasha, read Natasha comment. She said, "Y'all, y'all must not be watching P Valley. I don't watch it, so fill us in, Tasha." Yeah, P. P Valley, man, it's getting, ooh, it, it getting, it getting wilder and wilder and crazy and crazy this second hey, season, boy. I want to give a little uh, shout out, you know, girl I'm with the uh, college with uh, Brandy Evans, the main character. For real, uh, um, P Valley, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she I, yeah. Hey, Chance, t- get in the chat and tell us what you knew before she went to P Valley. <laughs> <laughs> this was way long, 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 that's why you need another one that's why you need another woman in the, in the, in the room so you can disappoint two women no case I run out of energy run out of energy you got back up you <laughs> like you like give them a Give you, give you a couple minutes or whatever. Hey, hey, slide. hey tag hey, in. You got it. Hey, let them start. Let her get started. Hey, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm the closer. I'm the closer. I'm the 97 miles an hour closer. I ain't got but a few pictures. But they coming hard and fast. I'm telling you. <laughs> y'all going to be like old boy over there when they meet y'all out and just enjoying each other. Hey, man, I like to watch. Hey, hey, hey. I swear to God. Like, Brandon Max, I swear. I watch. I watch. I watch. I watch. Yes, sir. Uh, ain't take nobody like Bernie Mac said. Don't take nobody no forty-five fifty pitchers. What she say? Natasha Jones say ain't nothing but fifty pumps. I <laughs> wouldn't <laughs> 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 Natasha say. You don't need to be here all day. But Give me a quarter of them pitchers. But but the, but the brother, but the dude. <laughs> The dude do need some advice, though. He wrote in for some advice. And I think the little bit of advice I'll give him, y'all know y'all can say what advice y'all will give him. But my <laughs> advice would be talk to somebody. You know, talk talk to her. Talk to, you got two cho- You got two choices of people you can talk to. You can talk to your woman or you can talk to the other woman. And you can you talk to your woman and find out what you haven't been doing and have an honest conversation and be prepared to sit your ego to the side and listen, listen to what she said. She'll tell you, this ain't what I, this is what I needed. And this is what you haven't been doing. Or you talk, if you're too embarrassed to talk to your lady, talk to the girl, talk to the girl, say, Hey, 
Now you what? talking about feeling emasculated. That fool got to go in there again and face this fuck. No, you don't measure up. but you know, confidence is everything. Man. You got you to go in there with that confidence and that swag, you know? <laughs> yeah, you bet. I'm going right, to right, ask a question. Man, man you got to listen to that woman's body if that's your woman. Her body, mm. and when y'all in the moment, she'll Can't tell you. Chances are she ain't the only woman he left unsatisfied. He better humble himself and ask some questions. But he 35, 40 years old thinking he know what he's doing. But but Man. but the thing is, you gotta listen to her body and feel her body. When you're in the right spot, she'll let you know. And if you're not, she'll let you know that too. So I think he just need to listen a little more. Hey, but you know, you all y'all play baseball, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. what what what's a good bat percentage? 300. 300. All right, so, you know, you 300 <laughs> out of a thousand, you know what I'm saying? You're doing pretty good. <laughs> you're a millionaire. All right, all right, so, you know, hey, every time ain't going to be, you ain't going to hit a home run every time. You get a bet, you know what I'm saying? But you got to know what but, else But, 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 you know, you got to know what to do. Like, like, you can't just say, all right, I'm going to go in and just just drill it and do this. You know what I'm saying? You gotta you gotta do four you gotta do four play. You gotta do whatever you need to do to make sure that she's good. I have a question. How is it that men are comfortable having sex with women with the premise that she's not enjoying it? No, like, no nobody 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 nobody's comfortable with that. Intimate acts with another person. Knowing that about sixty percent out of the time she really ain't enjoying it. Well, well here's 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 no, the answer. Nobody, here's, nobody comfortable. Here's the answer to your question, Star. I don't oh, know. Oh, I know where he's going. I don't know. I ain't never been in that situation. <laughs> <laughs> they always enjoy. Man, I, 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 I ain't. The I think next week we need to do a survey, a slide axis. Yeah, hey. hey, you know you know what they say though, Chance. You talking about you can't hear the home run. Chicks dig the long ball. First time is, is the home run. That's it. It's the first <laughs> you you set you set the ball and, and that's the difference right here between men and women. Men and women, your first time being with a woman, you got to pull out all stops. You got to give it to you. got to do whatever you can do to be the best you can be because you want to get that second chance. Women, y'all, y'all got y'all can hold back. I can't let them know how big a freak I am. I can't let them know how good I am. I don't want to run him off. Let me let me ration let me ration it out to them. That, that's the difference, man. Men, we we got to go for what we know. Oh man. Got I can't disagree with you too much on that. Uh, I, I, I will say though, and, and I will talk for all three of us. You know, nobody goes into it saying, "All right, I'm just trying to get mine." I ain't worried about the about the girl or the woman. In my case, the wife. You know, but you know, sometimes it just ain't. It just don't work out like you thought it was gonna work out. You know, what I'm so you got to go to Plan B and Plan C and Plan D. I don't know. Some, sometimes it's like that, Chance. But I know my worth. I won't let them <laughs> try to use me. I know your worth, King. Know your worth, King. Don't let them use Lord. you. Man, don't, get out of here. don't let them use you, man. Uh, I don't know, man. I hope I hope this brother can. Uh, well, I don't know, brother. White guy it might be a white guy. I don't know. We got we got a lot of different listeners, man. One thing about the Rip Twenty Eight podcast, we we reach around the world. We got a bunch of different people coming together trying to get our advice. A bunch of people watching the show. Now that wasn't a letter written toward us, but you know, hey. And then another thing, what somebody said in the comments is, he better remember that that sex for that woman starts long before they may have just met that girl a couple of times, but she done had flirty conversation with her, text messages made her feel pretty. So when she got with her physically, her body's you know. She already necessarily emotionally attached a little bit, so that body relaxes a little easier. Chance, you got a comment. <laughs> Chance, as a husband, what is the conversation like when you know <laughs> afterwards you realize she's not satisfied? <laughs> I'm going to text her back. I'll be like, I got you next time. I'll be like, what can I do right now to make up for it? <laughs> But you know, I, I ain't is saying, there a Gucci? I, is there a Gucci bag you seen that you like? Hey, you know, <laughs> you know, you know I, I say you know, I, I'm a, I've had a good percentage. No, I, mean, I ain't, a, I ain't no garbage now. Don't get me wrong. 
Man, so he two ninety five. He about back. No, I'm I'm close to uh, in the eighties or nineties, but did it though. Sometimes it ain't it ain't no thing where it needs to be. You know, stress. Hey, we we got to talk about this on one show too about stress and the mail and all that stuff. You know, because all the time you ain't ready. You know, you you think you're ready, but you ain't. <laughs> Know your you, worth, King. You try your, you, you try your best. Don't let her use you, King. Know your worth. Dig you and me anytime she wants. Wait a minute. And, and tell you, you minute. put that song. You use, you, 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 use, you use me. Up. me up. <laughs> oh, that was on the wire. That was that was on, that was B boy. They would say when they went to the strip club. That what they would say. Oh man, we we always have room to make a wire reference. On the Rip oh, 28 yeah. Park. We can always make a, a the wire touches every subject in every world. A wire touches it. But yeah, even um the abortions. The wire the wire hanger the old school abortion. Oh is that gosh. too far? Did that go too far? Yeah, you did. You did. As <laughs> usual. Per the norm. I went, I went, <laughs> I went too far. I went too far. Jump right on the line. But yeah, man, check this, man. We're getting close, man. What we like to do, we always like to take a walk on the 90s block, man. We like to take a walk on the 90s block. 90s block is when we walk down the 90s block and remember a certain thing from the 90s, and we like to throw out a comparison. This week on the 90s block, man, we're going to step up, and we're going to step into Jodeci. Jodeci, you got three choices now, Star. You got to choose one. Okay, okay. Got to choose one. 1991, Forever My Lady, 1991, Stay, 1991, Come and Talk to Me. Which one? Mm, Hey, we we putting you out there. Jodeci, you know what I'm saying? The brothers, KC and JoJo, the brothers, Devontae and Dalvin, Jodeci. I'm going to go with Come and Talk to Me. Come and talk to me. I really want to know your name. Yeah. Ooh. That was he was giving a little bit of you know real game about getting to know you as a woman and then sliding in. Who know what come so, and talk to me? Yeah. So he had a little game, is what you're saying. A little game. It was you know. Okay. It was I got you know, you. my I got lady, you. we just meet and you talking big. That ain't happening. You know, come and talk to me. I'm trying to get to know you. That's gonna be the one. That's give the give, give the um options again, Sly. It's forever, my lady. Stay and come and talk to me. Hey, that ain't easy, man. It ain't I'm easy. Gonna go, I'm, I'm gonna go with stay. Stay, baby. Yeah. Just stay, stay for a little while. Baby, come on, stop. Come stay. on, for a little while. Just for a little while. That's just he's looking around to your time. Yeah, He's looking like around too. I like that. Hey, just stay for a little while. What about you, Chance? Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm go with stay too. I think. I think that. Uh, and you all alone. But I, I was talking to my wife about a case in the the day, and I was like, "Sip Sonic," but they did some remixes of Casey and Jojo. They turned that drink up. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> hey, check this out, Star. You you about to be outvoted, man, because I'm going with stay two, man. I'm going with stay two. And here go the thing. As men, we've all been in a situation where we done fucked up and we begging our woman to stay. You know, we, <laughs> For one more, just a little while. Just a little while. I mean, not, a little, maybe give, not give me one more chance to, to, to explain myself a little bit more clear. Like stages, that's oh man, that's just that. Oh, that's that jam right there, man. Yes, sir. It yes, just, sir. Ain't no it, doubt. It just it hit. It I hit you know, different. For it, a lot of situations, it hit you, man. They all classics off the album, so I, I, I'm good with it. Whatever we go with. Yeah, you can't go wrong. Can't, and can't Natasha go wrong. Jones. Natasha Jones went with Stay Two. Yeah, of course. Ooh, baby. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Court and Session says Casey and JoJo are more disappointing than R. Kelly. Now you gotta explain that. What? I don't Who I don't get that, how they're more disappointing. 
I, I don't I don't get that one. How are they more disappointed? Oh, uh, Kelly in jail for the rest of life for peeing on girls. That's, well, we that's always under, knew he was a pervert. You didn't really have underage. Not hey, you got to put under underage. And Casey and JoJo, they just crackheads. Yeah. And one of them had Mary, and Casey had Mary J. Blind. That ain't disappointing. Yeah, I don't, I don't get the disappointing. <laughs> I don't know. About and she want to throw hands behind it. Come on, Court. We're. We are gentlemen on this on, on this uh, Rip Twenty Eight podcast. How are they more disappointing? How? Explain. Let me tell you like this: Casey and JoJo never presented themselves as anything more than some hood dudes who could sing. That's what they gave me. Uh, Kelly out here singing love songs, talking about a woman's worth, and all this other stuff, trying to make us. Yeah, I mean, he sold himself as more than what he was. You're a pedophile who like to piss on kids. Let's just be who you are, Casey and JoJo. JoJo you knew who they was. They was hood dudes who liked the same, smoke and drink. That's what they gave you. That's what they was. So how how they disappointed? How they, they disappointed? It's how not disappointing. They, they showed you who they was, and that's what it was. R. Kelly sold you something different. So when you find out his reality, it's a little disappointing. But she but she said the, they're the more. Was, she said they're more disappointing. Oh no! Wait, no, man, I'm, I'm bad. I'm sorry. I gotta agree. I gotta disagree. Yeah, oh, I thought I was wondering. My bad. With this, my bad. Yeah, she said they're more disappointed. I, I don't get that one. No, court, I can't get with <laughs> you. I had to go back uh, and read that. The, the wife then got on the uh, on the uh, chat. <laughs> oh, Lord. that's my baby. That's my baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, been kicking it for no reason. I'm doing something right, I guess. <laughs> you, you, you might be doing something right, bro. You might be doing something right, man. Kudos to you, Chance. Kudos to you. Whose catalog is better? It's definitely R. It's Kelly. It's definitely R. Kelly. I mean, Kelly. it's going to be hard to rival R. Kelly with, with his writing, producing, and his own music that he kept for himself. It's going to be hard to rival that with yeah, anybody. R. Kelly catalog is definitely better. R. Yeah. Kelly has the greatest catalog in music you know, I think I think Stevie Wonder may be the only person who can possibly come close to R. Yes. Kelly. R. Kelly had a hundred and sixty-seven chapters to trapped in the closet, and you was <laughs> and you was waiting on each one of them waiting to come on out. Each one, <laughs> Look, he, that wasn't nothing but a documented psychotic break. We ain't gonna give him credit for that. Man. He just wrote down. Oh, and he said he had a sixth grade education. Yeah, and he couldn't read and write. After about Robert, 10, I ain't, listen, I ain't listening no more. Whatever. I listen to all of them. R. Kelly, a musical that's genius. Like, like the kids say, that's cap. That's cap. that's cap. That's cap. That's cap. Check this, man. Check this, man. We're getting close to the end, man. We can get on this R. Kelly. If y'all want to know our R. Kelly opinion, that's another one you can go and check out, man. Go and check, check out the R. R. Kelly. We got a clip. We got a should of R. Kelly be canceled. We got a clip. You can go and check that one out in our archives. In our archives, Courtney, you can, you can check it out. Slide don't need to be canceled. Slide don't do nothing cancelable. Slide just slide just talk trash on the internet. Everybody know I'm a sweetheart. <laughs> Everybody, Everybody know you're sweet. Hey, slide a little sugar, man. Everybody know <laughs> sugar toes. So well, I, I'm a, I'm an internet thug. I'm an internet thug. <laughs> Check this, man. We're getting close. We're getting close to the end. Close to the end, man. We got any parting shots, man? We always let's go, ladies first. Start. You got anything you want to say before we get out of here? No, just a humble thank you to you fellas for having me on again. I appreciate, enjoyed myself. Hopefully, it won't take another six months for another invite, but I appreciate you. Thank you, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't try to slander. Don't try that, to slander us like that. Don't was that, was um, that shade? Star. Yeah, that's some shade. Don't do it that. Went. It was the reality. It took y'all six months. I'm just saying. I say. I say we can blame it on Sly, but you know. Hey, you, you, you got a text and Facebook and all that too. You can uh, say you can. Right. Yeah, that that phone worked both ways. Hey, we, both ways. Hey, we got a we got a bunch of dudes who don't get on, so we always need an extra person. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say it was four y'all, right? Wasn't it? It, it was eight no, of us. <laughs> it was eight. Well, I'm here to film it. Appreciate the. 
Yeah, man. Six months. You know, hey, man, your phone work both ways. You know how to hit us up. You can you can hit us up and you can always jump back on the Rip 28 podcast. We love to have you. All right. We love that. We love having Star on my favorite biker chick in the whole wide world. Star is born. Hey, we got to ask what kind of bike you ride. I have a 03 uh, Harley Davidson soft tail and a 21 oh, yeah. and, Street Bike. You got the Harleys. And, and you, 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 you heard she said a 03 and. And a 21 <laughs> uh, Harley Davidson Street Glide. So, so, so you drive the 03 on the weekdays and the 21 on the weekends? I actually haven't. My 03, I need a little work done on. I haven't written it in a while, but that's mostly like local rent from not going too far. But my 21 got, you know, the music, it, it's, that's, that's my when I want to go out of town or I want to ride somewhere and show off a little bit. I told so, y'all. So it ain't no cross ride. It's, it's a no, back. I'm too old for that. With the hammer. With the hammer. Yeah, I got a whole cruiser. Yeah. I told y'all start I'm with that person you pull up to on, at the red light that's cranking 70s music. I told you she was rich, man. Y'all ain't believe me. Told you. Hashtag RPP. RPP. Let me let me hold something. Don't sell that line, brother. <laughs> All right, Braun, you got anything to say before we get out of here, Braun? Man, I'm going to give two shout-outs before I get out of here. I'm going to shout-out my homeboy, uh, Derek Killingsworth, um, and the South Carolina Blazers. They went to Virginia, won the national championships in the gold bracket. In the, I want to say, 13 and under. Good job, fellas. Proud of you. And I want to shout out Michaela Tilly on that track for having three third-place um, finishes overall in that 100 and that 200. You're only going to get better, baby girl. Keep going. Hey, Brian sent me them videos, boy. She was out there smoking. <laughs> what, about, what about you, C-Nez? Anything you got to say, C-Nez? Yeah, I'll tell you this. No, I went to uh, Panama City, man, for vacation this weekend. And uh, black people do need to wear sunscreen. <laughs> <laughs> man, I, you know, I, I, all my life, I was like, man, I don't need no sunscreen. Well, it was hot out there, but I'm like, hey, I ain't trying to burn up. You know, I, I, uh, I suck it up and put the thing on everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Take care of yourself. You know? Y'all don't think that y'all too good for sunscreen. <laughs> Well, check this, man. It has been another great episode of the Rip 28 podcast. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You ain't asked for extra. And yourself. She just gave her a pardon shot. She gave her a pardon yeah. shot. She was first, lady first. She was first. first. We were lady first. He used to going first. He, he wasn't listening to you. <laughs> wasn't he listening to me, see? You, you got something else to say. <laughs> <laughs> Well, check this out, man. Check this out, man. This is another great episode of the RIP 28 podcast, man. It's a podcast where a few friends get together and we talk about a few things. Now, some of those things you might like, some of those things you might not like, but we keep on talking about them on the RIP 28 podcast. And always remember, no matter how good the going gets, no matter how much you love what you're doing, you got to always pull out team pull out for life holla see you next week on the rip 28 podcast